Lesser Light by Matthew Draper Chapter 8 Don't you find it frustrating? I asked Rocco as he set the table for Christmas lunch with the best cutlery. I indicated the house with a wave. Not being all of you when we are here. I mean, you're wearing a tie. And you look very cute in it, by the way. I reached for the knot of his tie, but he ducked out of my grasp. You don't have to be everything all the time, he said, shutting the drawer in an oak dresser while searching for placemats. He handed me the mats printed with Christmas trees. Is it not very... It's not very honest. It was probably, definitely, not the time to get into it. But I couldn't help but notice the ways he was less Rocco and more Richard when he was here. Once I had come out, there was something in me which snapped, and now I found it extremely difficult to deal with people who were not being fully open. I know that presentation is not all you are, but... When someone usually wears multiple bracelets and hoop earrings on the day-to-day -day and isn't campus Christmas actually at Christmas, it breaks my heart a little. As long as you're being yourself, I love you whatever you're wearing. I looked him up and down. Or not wearing. He gave me a little twirl like he was at the end of a runway. Ah, there he is. He leaned over to give me a kiss on the cheek. And I love you when you aren't chucking mysterious angels on the floor and generally being mysterious, so I guess we're even. It did feel disingenuous to suggest Rocco was not being himself when I was not exactly rushing to reveal all my superpowers to his family. Do I even have superpowers anymore? I haven't checked for a while. In an emergency, surely, but maybe I should... Lunch interrupted further discussion, as Brenda and Frank brought out endless dishes of prepared vegetables. Roast potatoes, Brussels sprouts mixed with chestnuts, green beans, mashed potatoes, and a root vegetable pie for Frank and Jennifer, who are both vegetarian. Along with a plate of sliced turkey for Rocco, Brenda, and me. Honestly, the pie, which oozed butter and creamy sauce when cut into, looked as good as the turkey. We helped ourselves to a little of everything we fancied. Later, Frank and I gathered all the wrapping paper and bits of packaging from the lounge into rubbish sacks. It was traditional for us to take it to the end of the garden and to set a small bonfire in the afternoon, while Brenda and Jennifer fell asleep in front of the TV and Rocco did the washing up. As Frank set out twigs into a pyramid over a fire lighter and twisted paper strips into a rusty fire pit, I shook the wrapping paper, ribbons and various small boxes onto the grass. Frank never said a lot. When he did talk, it was in a low tone, which gave his words gravatus. It can be hard for you without your family at Christmas, he said to me, between blowing on the sparks, more of a statement than a question. I tried to shrug it off, laughingly. Oh, I, I'm fine, you know me, as I handed him a handful of balled-up wrapping paper to touch to the slowly growing flames. Richard's mums and I, we don't know everything that happened with the angel church thing. Richard tells us a few things about it. I know it affected you a lot. He paused, 
unsure if he had said not enough or too much. I was surprised he was so aware of my history. People don't always understand the fullness of a life they haven't lived, Frank went on, gently feeding more fuel into the fire. When Richard's mum and I broke up, and yet kept living together and Jennifer moved in, there were people talking about us not understanding our choices, but that's life, I'm afraid. You don't always get to see the whole story. I had never heard him open up like this. He went on, I hope you know you are part of our family story now. I had always lost my families. My biological parents had disowned me. St. Michael's was the next family, and look at them now. Still, I felt he meant it kindly, and tried to nod meaningfully, even though I wouldn't accept it as a truth for me. I was my own family at this point. Me and sometimes Rocco and sometimes Dylan. The rest? I picked up the last few bits of card and paper from the lawn and handed them across, including the starry blue box I had been mysteriously sent. As Frank took the box from my hands, a cream envelope slid free and plopped down onto the grass. Whoever sent the angel figurine had sent a letter too. Ripping it open, I knew who. Lesser Light is an online event. Head to lesserlight.blog to join in the comment section or share this story on Facebook, Twitter, Hive or your favourite social media platform. The Lesser Light paperback is available from lulu.com or other booksellers or you can download the ebook now. But remember, no spoilers until New Year's Day. The story is fictional, but if the elements about trauma, cults or recovery have affected you, you can find helplines at lesserlight.blog.